Hey mama, do you find yourself wishing you knew you were on the right path with your business or wanting to know how to do it all as a work at home mom and entrepreneur? If you struggle with imposter syndrome, mom guilt, or fear of failure, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Alexia, a Christian mindset coach, passionate about teaching moms how to renew their minds to find success both in business and motherhood. You can overcome the negative thoughts holding you back from fully stepping into your calling. I know what it's like to worry your business will never work, to feel mom guilt every time you work on your business, to realize your mindset is hindering you, but not knowing how to change it in a Christ-centered way. I created the Mom with a Calling podcast to teach you how to use the powerful combination of God's Word and proven mindset strategies to help you break free from negative, paralyzing thoughts and gain clarity and confidence to go where God is leading you. As you step out of the old way of thinking and into God's way, you'll find more peace, joy, and purpose. Pop in those earbuds and get ready to let God work in you so he can work through you. Hey there, and welcome back to the Mama with a Calling podcast. This is Alexia. How are you doing this week? Um, We are actually finishing up the last, we're heading into our last week of the group coaching program beta that I did recently. And as I reflect on the content of this program, I am so glad that I was able to do the beta because I could just see how powerful it is to have mindset transformation, to work on these five mindset areas that are really at the core. Like you may not have something in all of these areas, though I find that we all have something in, in one of, in all, we all have a little bit of something in all of the areas. But there's usually one area that might be a core um, problem or there's like this this core like issue, if you will, like this slant that tends to constantly like permeate all the different areas. And as I just watch what like the power of this content, as I start with my new coaching clients and I'm teaching them this content. I start to realize this is so powerful and I am just so excited to help more and more people have access to this because it's, it's so transformational when you get, when you realize the lies that you're operating from, you can overcome those. First of all, you have to see them. Then you overcome them with understanding what God has to say about them and choosing to hold on to scriptural truth instead of the other lies and what it can do just for your business and and also to your relationship with between you and God. Because as you start to be vulnerable with him, sharing these things, letting him show you more and more, there becomes this dynamic relationship that I just think has been, it's just really, really powerful. So um, with that, I want to say that I have three spots open right now for one-on-one coaching. And I would love for one of those spots to be you. So with these one-on-one spots, this is for, um, it could be either eight weeks of one-on-one coaching with Voxer support, or if you're interested, you could do just the Voxer without the one-on-one calls. It's a little bit more affordable to do just Voxer. Um, but in the, in these eight weeks, we will dive in to your specific mindset blocks to help you to make progress in your business, that you will not stay stuck, that you will not be worried and scared about everything, questioning yourself, doubting your choices, wondering if God even called you to this, 
that you will be able to move forward with confidence, knowing exactly what God's called you to do and feeling confident in that calling so that you know that you can move forward in your business and you're doing the right thing. You're on the right path. You're not wondering, like, should I go get a job again? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, you'll know exactly what you're doing. So if you're interested in that, I also want to say, and I specifically do have spots for nights and weekends. So if you are someone who has found it hard to find a coach that will do that, I offer that because I know that some of you are working full-time jobs still, and you might need nights and weekends. So I do have availability for that as well. So if you have been thinking about coaching or you have been um, just wanting to get extra support in this area, I would love to chat with you and talk about how I can serve you to see if coaching is the right fit for you to see how I can help you. Uh, go to momwithacalling.com slash discovery call. You can book a free 30 minute call and we can just get to know each other a little bit. And you can tell me about your business, your goals, and I will let you know if I think coaching is a good fit for you and see if it is the right time. No pressure at all. I love connecting with you guys regardless. So again, mamawithacalling.com slash coaching or sorry, slash discovery call. And um, again, three spots. Once those are full, I will not be able to have any more. So you have to go on a wait list. All right. For today's episode, I want to talk about something that's been coming up recently that has been interesting to see. (laughs) Um, And that is the trend of seeing people in the Christian space. I guess it's been on YouTube and Instagram, seeing people kind of talk against um, the concept of finding your calling or discovering your purpose. And I say it's interesting because when your business is called Mama with a Calling, and that's the thing that you do, you can kind of feel called out. So I thought about it, though. And I was like, do I like, are they, you know, I, when I see stuff like that, I want to have a heart, an open heart, I want to make sure that I'm not just defending what I've done, and not really listening. Like if I'm doing something wrong, then I want to know, you know, like I'm willing to you know, I prayed about it and um, just like made sure that my heart was okay on that. And one of the things that they talked about a lot when I was seeing this on social media and on YouTube is that they were saying that in America, for example, that we tend to want to have a purpose and something to do. And there was a big emphasis in kind of all the things I saw about people saying that, you know, you should stop trying to figure out what God wants you to do. And it's just who does he like, who does he want you to be, essentially, or like, you don't need to do anything for God. And I get their heart behind it. I mean, I understand what they're trying to say. Um, but something about that messaging kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And of course, I do have a bias there. But I think it's because this is what I believe. And I think it's because this messaging almost implies that you can have a job or a career because they even said things like, just do the job, you know, do the job, live your life, be the mom, like do all this stuff and just sort of embrace who, who God is and, and just sort of take comfort in that. And this implies that you can have a job or a career and that it's disconnected from your calling. And it continues to feed the narrative that we can just do whatever we want. And I mean, they don't, they don't mean it that way, but it really kind of subtly does that we need to just do whatever we want, that there's no purpose behind any of it. And I get the other extreme where it can, we totally can 
get caught up in um, what we're doing for God over over serving God, over relationship with God. And that's not good, right? We have to always check our heart. But as with anything that I'm seeing in the Christian space or just in Christian circles or a church or any of it, there seems to be these like swings of a pendulum where it's either, um, you know, it's one extreme or the other. And it literally, there's not like in their Western world, we want there to be a checklist, a rules, rules to follow, and it to be crystal, crystal clear. And I think that the issue is, is that it really depends on your heart. You will see all throughout scripture, because I am that person, I want the rules, I want the the things to follow, I want to make sense of it as a scientist by training. That is what I originally set out when I would read the Bible, I was looking for the formula, the answers, the um, not like, formula and answers for myself, but more like, what is God's uh, MO? Like, what what is what is the way that God always does things? And um, I found that he does not always do things the same way. And I was like, well, what's why? Like, there's there didn't seem to be like a re a, um, an answer there. Like, well, how can he get mad at this person? Or, you know, this person has consequences for their actions. But this other person did like really bad stuff. But God, there there wasn't, there wasn't those same level of consequences. And because God is fair and just, then I was like, some, I just don't understand something, right. And eventually, I realized it's the heart. It has to be the heart, God sees the heart, and he knows the why behind the action. So it's not the actions. So again, when it comes to this, and in your calling, it's, it does matter why, like, right, like, if we can totally get caught up in the doing, we can also get caught up in the achievement of it, feeling our purpose comes in our calling. And I, and I do think that is the heart of what these people were saying around these posts, is that they're trying to say that, like, don't get caught up in in the action, feeling like you need to be productive and all that kind of stuff. But again, I just what I wanted to speak on was in this sort of, I just see this happen a lot, like there's this pendulum swing. So if you've seen some posts like this, if you've seen these videos or these Instagram posts kind of come across, and there's a part of it that goes, yeah, like, yeah, that's great. But I feel like in an effort to do that, it swings the other way. (laughs) And it means don't care about your calling. And I'm like, no, 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 our calling matters. So that's what I want to talk about today is why your calling matters. Because these, you know, these aren't just random desires we have. Being called to work a certain job, choose a specific career, start a business, be home with your kids, or like serve in the church, like whatever it is. These are all things that God directs us in. Like it is not, I don't believe that God's just like, okay, you do whatever you want now that you're saved and like you just get to choose. God has an intentional purpose for each and every one of us. And if we will talk to him and ask him and have this relationship with him, we can have a more full life. Like, sure, we we don't, we can kind of go through our lives and do whatever we want. But the way like the analogy God gave me one time was that it's like, there's like a map of my life. I think I've shared this before. But there's like a map of my life of all like one version of this map, like I can't see the map, the map's black, right? Because I don't all I know is where I've been. And like, I don't even know the next two seconds. It's like, it's just, I don't know where, what's ahead. 
but like the map is just blacked out um, or, or blank or whatever. But God can see the whole thing and hit like on that map are options of things that I could do that would be amazing. Like the impact that I could have on other people's lives, that God wants to use me in these different ways. The um, resources that I could um, have access to, the blessing that I could give to others, like whatever that is, I could have those things. But on my own, I might bump into them, but I'm not going to really get there. But if I talk to God and ask him the way I should go, then he will direct my steps on this path to living the um, the life that he has, like his best version for me. So, um, you know, these ideas that you have on your heart are not just random. I mean, I don't know how we could think they were. I mean, because I think about all the different people that I talk to, all the different clients. And when I talk to them and I hear the things they're interested in, I'm just like, it is so cool to me because I have no interest in but I have no interest, but like a lot of times their passion and interest isn't mine. And I just think that's fascinating because why, why is that their passion or interest? Why is that their business idea? Why is their personality that way? I don't know, but it's just so neat to see how we're all part of the body and we all have a different role, but we all come together. So while I agree with what these people are trying to say about, um, you know, not getting caught up in your purpose and identifying you or, you know, defining your worth or um, getting caught up in the doing but not serving God, I do want to make sure that we don't hear those messages and think that it means that knowing your calling and stepping into it doesn't matter. So today, I want to talk about why our calling matters, and things that we should consider as we are stepping into our calling, so that we don't end up falling into that trap of caring more about the calling itself than the one who has called us. Number one, God gives us assignments. All throughout scripture, you can see that God is giving someone assignment. Of course, the classic example is Moses or Paul um, having this specific like, hey, I need you to do this thing. Gideon's another one. Samson. I mean, there's so many examples of God giving someone an assignment. Now, your assignment may not be so um, like front and center and this big role that's going to make the leader. I think sometimes we forget that if there's a leader, then there needs to be followers. And that means that not everyone is called to lead. I've noticed that this is kind of off the cuff. And I don't know what I really think about this. But I've noticed that a lot of Christian, um, like speakers will will say things like, you know, it's like trying to tell everybody in the room, they're going to be a leader. And I mean, I think that's true, like, you know, leading, I guess, maybe just in the world. But even in the body of Christ, I mean, Paul talks about that. Like we all can't be the the the, the hand or the the mouthpiece or whatever. Like we all have a different role. And so um, being okay with that assignment, but God does give us assignments. I mean, that is very obvious in the New Testament talks about all the different giftings and the different callings. And yes, we have our ultimate calling to, to love God, love others and make disciples. But this is like our individual unique thing that we are called to do the way we're going to contribute to this, the way we're going to show up in the kingdom and the way we're going to um, share like a part of how like God wants to share himself through us in a unique way through each one of us because of how we're we're made. And he's the one who made us. And so 
Um, we each have an assignment that's important to know what that is and to understand that that's, that's real. Okay. And the second reason or thing that we need to consider is that the focus needs to be on obedience over having the calling, but also stepping into the calling is obedience. So they're very kind of, you know, connected here, but, um, I think that, again, it's important, you know, I've already kind of alluded to this, but we need to really care, like the whole point of discovering your calling, of understanding what it is, is so that you can obey God, so that you can fully step into that to do what he is wanting you to do. And again, it can get really kind of twisted in our heads. We can get fixated on the, the business itself or the calling itself over the obedience, and we don't need to do that. However, like I said, Stepping into the calling, actually saying, I'm okay, you're calling me to business. I'm going to think like a business owner. You're calling me to coach. I'm going to actually start coaching. You're calling me to podcast. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, get that podcasting course. Like when you do those things, that is obedience. So that is also part of this process when you are saying yes to your calling, there is obedience. Number three, which I kind of already alluded to, is not everyone will be called to do something big and that's okay. Like I said, you know, some like quote unquote big, I should say, like there are people that are going to be more supportive roles. There are people that are the encouragers that may, they may not be front and center, but they are, you know, the support team to help the person who's front and center. There are those who, you know, the classic example I think of is like a pastor's wife who might be the one who is holding the, you know, holding on the fort, homeschooling the kids, like whatever that is. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that it's less than. So if you're, I I do want to say this, I mean, I'm assuming that, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you feel led to do business, but I do want to say that, I guess this goes into the next one, number four, which is some people are called to do more and that's okay. And like, maybe your business, you don't want it to be, you don't even feel led to have it be this big giant thing. And that's okay. If like, maybe it's that you're totally fine working part-time hours and having, you know, a couple thousand dollars a month come in and that's an amazing gift for your family. That's okay. And then some people are going to be called to like, they're like, I feel like I need to make like a million dollars a year in this thing. And that's okay too. Like, To not look around and ask what's right and what's wrong, what would God say is okay or is not, it 100% (laughs) depends on your situation. What is God leading you to do? Because that is what's right and what's wrong. The fifth thing to consider when we're looking at our calling is as we partner with God, we are growing the kingdom. This is so important and why our calling matters right? Like what your role is will be different than someone else's. And that's okay. We're the body. So different people have different roles, but it doesn't mean that we say that we don't have something to do. I think that I've noticed that there are some people like, I just really, I just, I didn't like that narrative that I was hearing that they just kind of made it seem like there's not work to be done, but there is work to be done. Jesus talked about that a lot. Um, Paul talks about this extensively running the race how there is clearly this connection with our obedience and diligence and labor with the assignment that you've been given both here on earth and in heaven after. I don't fully understand that, but Paul made it very clear 
that what he was doing here was going to affect what was going to happen there and that he would be rewarded, that they would be rewarded, like all these things. And it matters. Jesus talks about it in the parable of the talents and the parable of the minas and all these things about um, coming back to see the work that you have done. You know, faith without works is dead. And again, in our attempt to not say that it's a works-based salvation, we have almost like went the other way and said, oh, well, what we do doesn't matter. No, (laughs) it's not that works gives us our salvation, but works still matter. So, um, you know, and Jesus even talks about like there being this large harvest, but the workers are few. So there is a point in our work that has to do with the kingdom. There is work to be done, kingdom work to be done. God is asking you, if he's calling you to business, it is an invitation to partner with him to do the work of the kingdom. It's that, again, the the, the harvest is, is large, but the workers are few. He's asking, who can I send? Who can I send to be the workers? Who can I send to minister to my people? Who can I send to speak to those who aren't in, in my family and bring them in? Who can I send? That is the invitation when he's calling you to do business. So our calling matters. All right, the next one. I've already alluded to this as well because I think it's so important, but it's that we need to watch our hearts. Like this is really, really important. It is so easy to get caught up in doing something um, for God that we stop seeking him and his direction. We try to we try to decide what's going to be best. We start to focus on the doing instead of who we're doing it for. We have to meet Um, somewhere in the middle, like I keep saying this pendulum, like we need to be somewhere in the middle and always, always, always check your heart on something. Be honest with yourself, with God, have an accountability partner, have a coach, something where somebody can hear, you know, your intention behind what you're doing in your business. And as you're being honest with them, they will help you stay in alignment with that. Um, You know, don't strive on your own and focus on the actions only but also don't get complacent and sit back saying, there's nothing to be done. There's no, you know, nothing for me to do. God just loves me. And God does love you. If you don't do anything, God still loves you. If you don't do anything, you're still saved. Like, but there's work to be done. <laughs> so um, I just don't want us to get stuck in that place. Your worth doesn't come from your calling or your purpose. Absolutely not. And you are worthy even if you never figure out your calling at all. Like, you are worthy of God's love and God's grace and God's blessings. But without, and without Jesus, we can do nothing. Like we couldn't do anything for the kingdom anyway without him. So we have to abide in him as branches off the vine. That's the true source of our fulfillment. But with that comes the actions he is asking us to do, to be his hands and feet in the world. And for some of us, that's going to be through business. It might be through a job, might be through our homeschool, whatever it is. We have something to do. And the final one is because I guess this isn't one of the one of the list, but the final thing I want to say is that this is why daily prayer time with God is so important. While reading the word is key and having accountability, both spiritually and business wise, and ideally someone who can do both, right? Like we want to have someone who's understands the spiritual side They're really spiritually strong and they understand your business because we are human. We have a tendency to stray. We have, it's so easy. The enemy is going to be right there waiting, right? Prowling around. He is waiting to get you. 
if, as you will, I mean, I don't, I don't want you to be afraid of that. We don't need to have any fear around that, but he is there the moment you start making money to pull you away. And again, I feel like I just opened a can of worms. Some of you are already using that as a reason subconsciously. Maybe you are maybe consciously not wanting to grow your business because you don't want that to happen to you. However, we have the Holy Spirit. That doesn't have to happen to us. And we have each other. So if you have a coach, if you have a friend who is understanding your business stuff, he is like the Holy Spirit's going to let you know. But my point is that as human beings in general, that's why we have a tendency to greed. We're going to have a tendency to pride, doing things in our own, turning away from God. That's what the enemy is trying to do. He's trying to get us to, to do those things. So we combat that by daily prayer time with God, having conversations daily, letting him know our true thoughts, interests, all of those things, our, our heart behind that and reading God's word because the word is going to speak to you. My pastor always says, read the word. What does it say? Get into the word until the word gets into you. <laughs> um, and it's like you need to read it because it will speak to you. It will minister to you. You will see things. I mean, I never get tired of reading the Bible. I love it so much because every time I read, I, it doesn't matter if I've read the passage before. I'm like, that is so applicable to me right now, or that's applicable to a client, or that's just really fascinating. I never saw that before. It's all really, really important. So I hope that those made sense. Like those are things that I think are both reasons we need to care about our calling and purpose and some things to consider as we are pursuing our calling and purpose that will help us not basically fit the narrative that I'm hearing that people are acting like it just doesn't matter because it does matter. So I hope that you know that your calling is important. And if again, if you need help with this, if you are not sure, if you are questioning what in the world am I supposed to do, or maybe you've been listening to these kind of messages out there on Instagram and YouTube and stuff, and maybe you kind of thought that you felt bad for even wanting to identify your calling, book a call with me. I would love to talk with you and and help you through this. And it is my calling to help you all overcome those those lies, like all this stuff that the world's putting out there, even Christians, um, that is just not accurate and getting you aligned with the truth so that you can fully step into your calling so that you can live the life that God is calling you to and that he has planned for you so that you can feel that peace. Like when you are in that place, there's just a knowing, like knowing what, that you are on the right path, that you're doing the right thing, that you're in alignment with God's will for your life. It just feels, even if, even if it isn't quite working out the way you want. Like think of like Paul in prison. Like he's sitting there saying that we should praise God, even though he's in prison because he knows he's where he's supposed to be. He knows he's doing the things that God has him to do. And he knows that God is working through this. When you know that there's like this Holy, this divine Holy Spirit driven peace that you can't bring on yourself, but there is just a place that you get when you know what that is. And that is my heart for you guys, that every single one of you would know exactly who you're serving, what you're doing, what God's calling you to do so that you can step into that. If you're interested in one of the three coaching spots, go to momwithacalling.com slash discovery call, book a call. I'd love to talk with you and have you be one of those spots. All right. I will see you guys next time. And in the meantime, keep pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with the Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawithacalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out, 
Are you loving these episodes? To make sure this podcast gets in the ears of as many mamas as possible, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I'm going to be reading your reviews on the podcast, so I can't wait to hear from you. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear these episodes, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Mama with a Calling so I can share it in my stories. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.